everybody. Welcome to the first episode. No, oh, goddamn it. Let me restart that. Because <laughs> this won't be the first episode. This will be episode four. <laughs> Keep the mistake in. <laughs> hey. Blooper, get on the Patreon. Uh... Hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Horror Bin Podcast. I'm your host, Julian Fernandez. With me today, a very special guest, very good friend of mine, hilarious comedian, absolutely phenomenal roast battler. And you might have heard, might know her from the Horror Virgin Podcast, the Cult Podcast. What was the third one? Romancing uh, the Pod. Romancing yeah. the Pod. You already hear her voice. It's Paige Wesley. Hi. Hey. Hello. Paige, thank you so much for being on the show, uh, for uh, for digging into the horror bin tonight, today. I'm so excited. And I I couldn't believe that, like, when you asked me to do this, you're like, what movies? And I listed off, like, four, and you're like, they you already had, showed us them. You had, like, <laughs> yeah, you had a good... I'm a, let me see. I still have the text. Let me... <laughs> I Yeah, because you, you gave me, like so many i'm like that's a good one that's also a good one we could do that <laughs> why not okay and i i'm just trying to live vicariously because like i joined horror virgin after they already did jennifer's body and i mm. love jennifer's body and every other horror show i'm like can i do jennifer's body they're like oh we already did it someone somebody yeah. already took it and somebody, i'm just like oh somebody already someday. claimed it <laughs> But yeah, this is a, this is a, because I because I told you movie or TV show. I don't think we're yes. ready to do TV shows just yet. I got to figure that mm -hmm. out because you threw out. How do you feel about True Blood? Yeah, because I could I, talk about True Blood for hours. <laughs> which right idea? Like as vampires, as werewolves, of course, fairies, <laughs> very bloody. Were panthers in the worst seasons? Uh, so I got to figure out how to properly do TV shows. Uh, but that was your first one. Then you started yeah. saying which. I'll read it verbatim. Let me think about it for a bit. I feel like I talk about aliens and the thing all the time. Yeah. Maybe Evil Dead, and then immediately, or Nightmare on Elm Street 2. I do love Nightmare on Elm Street 2. A bird just explodes in the middle <laughs> of the movie. Say, <laughs> the next thing you text me, a bird explodes in all caps. <laughs> it's, the, it's the one number one thing I tell people about that movie. Not the fact that it's absolutely an allegory for coming out of the closet or anything like that. I'm like, no, no, no. A bird just fucking explodes. And there's no other like rationale to it no one explains it a bird just full explodes what, what also cracked me up too was uh you sent me in all caps a bird explodes and then immediately in all caps you text me nope oh yo <laughs> the movie me, i meant the it movie took me a minute, it took me a minute to be like you talking about the movie or is she yes. or discrediting nope, her there's bird no bird exploding <laughs> and then you then you said jennifer's body and then right. you recommended the one we were doing today uh yes. we're pulling I feel like this one's a deep pool. Uh, yes. Not an obscure one, but a deep pool. We mm -hmm. are doing today Return of the Living Dead. Yes. A uh, movie that was released in 1985, directed by Dan O'Bannon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how you say his last name. Uh, and then written, has three different writers. Uh, Rudy, uh, oh, I'm going to butcher some names. Rudy Ricky, John A. Russo, and Russell Streiner. Streener. I'm gonna say, um, yeah, a lot of R's, a lot of R's, like four R's and and all those names. Also starring, uh, <laughs> these are all these are all these are like such 80 na 80s names. Oh like yeah, uh, Clue 
Gulager. Gulager. Yeah. Gulager. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those names. Famous. Yeah. Uh, James Karen, Don Kalfa, and Beverly Randolph uh, starring in this film. Uh, This is the description. Like I said, it was only, like I told you earlier, it was only one sentence. One sentence. (laughs) For those that are unfamiliar with the Return of the Living Dead. Uh, series film, it is a franchise it is a franchise uh but this yeah. is the first one out the gate for it and the description is thus uh when two bumbling employees at a medical supply warehouse accidentally release a deadly gas into the air the vapors cause the dead to rise again as zombies yep that is uh, what happens in the movie classic this it definitely like just oozes 80s cheese all oh, over the place yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. For, I, I guess first off, like, what made you want to do what? What made you want to do this movie? Uh, so we did this on Horror Virgin probably almost two years ago at this point, <clears throat> and um, Mikey, my co-host, chose it at the time, and I had never seen it. And I love zombies. I've seen most zombie movies, oh, so and yeah. I had not seen this one. And I was like, "What are you? What do you mean, Return of the?" and we watched it and I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you for bringing this film into my life. <laughs> uh, because it, it is an 80s horror comedy, right? Um, it is gory. There's a lot of body horror, but it is done well. Like this doesn't mm. feel like it was done on a shoestring budget. It's just weird. Yeah. And it has some of the craziest like ending subplots. There's a whole section where they just dance naked in a graveyard and you're oh, like, that's great works. It, <laughs> Ziggy Stardust just gets naked, naked uh, immediately. And then first off, good for her. Great body. Uh, <laughs> but, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. But, but yeah, it is a very weird thing. And then you have one guy going, yeah. 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 Well, I, I love because it is Linnea Quigley, uh, mm-hmm. Scream Queen of Note, uh, nude dancing, but also not nude because she wasn't allowed to be nude. So they made her wear like a prosthetic over her crotch oh. so that she could like appear nude without actually being nude. And according to her, she was willing to do it nude. She was like, yeah. I'll go. Why not? And she has been nude so many times, so many horror movies. Night of the Demons is another one we could have done that she is in and crazy dancing around nude. Um, but apparently there were like laws around where they were filming <laughs> that required oh, okay. them to use uh, the prosthetic. But I love that those characters are named Trash and Suicide. Right. And that like those are their name. Like. They're just like, come on, trash, have a little fun, and you're like, what is happening? <laughs> and there is a part where she where she is all over suicide, which is all hilarious. over that is the character's name. Yes, um, and this guy is head to toe like if you took chains, the- leather, safety pins, chains, leather. He says at one point, "This is a lifestyle. You think this is a costume?" And I, <laughs> Paige, I kid you not. As I'm watching it, I audibly go. Yeah. My, yeah. My culture is not a costume. <laughs> He's so depressed. And and like I feel bad saying that because like, but like she is all over him and he's just like, oh, whatever. Sometimes I want to cry. And you're just like, man, he has like, so many feelings. Like I'm queer, but I'm sitting there like, get over it, pussy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ah. It, it's wild. Wild. It- as soon as that group just pops up, you you immediately feel like you're in a completely different movie. Almost absolutely. And just... I remember 
when we covered it, the comment I made is that the group that is in that car, like the group traveling together in this movie, feels like they're in four different movies. Yes. <laughs> like they shouldn't be friends. Why There's, are they all together? You got uh you got one guy who's who should be <laughs> you got one guy who should be in 16 candles, you got a right. girl who should be saved by the bell. Right. <laughs> you got the the two guys from the opening of Terminator with yeah. the Axton. You've got you've got the guy who uh dies because in in uh Friday the thirteenth, I think it's five because he has diarrhea from enchiladas. Oh, I gotta rewatch that. Yeah, where he's it's the it's the couple that's in the van and he like leaves to go to the bathroom and gets killed in the bathroom. Yeah. This is I think there's I think there's a plan further down the line. If ever I get a chance to do a live show or just have multiple people on it. Like we did, we got you and I, uh, well, mostly you, uh, got to do a live show for your Horror Virgin podcast. I was lucky enough yes. to be on it. So much fun. So much fun with the games and everything. It just gave me so many ideas to to start. I mean, this is this is only episode four for me. Uh, and I'm already like, oh, what am I going to do for my live show? When that happens? <laughs> Let's, we're going to dance naked in a graveyard. <laughs> Get your tickets now. Hollywood Forever Cemetery, October 31st 2027 <laughs> yeah <laughs> you heard it here first guys we're already we're already planning it <laughs> uh yeah this uh the the timing on everything in this movie as weird as it is as weird as some of the writing is some of the dialogue is some of the visuals are the timing is just perfect with everything yes. the i mean just right out the gate um when they're when they're checking on the barrels with the the zombies in it the the line is literally these barrels don't leak. Bang, leak <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Not only leak, there's just spray right in your face. And I had even written down, written down that uh oh uh after the first two dead victims, uh, we start the opening credits and then they get up and I'm like, "Oh, I guess they didn't die." Yeah, no, they live. They're, yeah, they're kind of. <laughs> they die later, but yeah. We spend uh, the whole movie of them being like, "I'm so cold." <laughs> Uh, like you were saying, like some of the effects and everything was like very much body horror. Yes. Uh, the one part I, I just I was just like, we could have done without that is the the, the dogs that the were split dog. Out. I was like, I like we could have done with that. And I was like, it's I could have done. Yeah. Dog, isn't I it? Yeah. I didn't need no split dogs. <laughs> <laughs> could have just had that yellow man run out of the run of the freezer and I would have been fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is like they set up the split dog literally right before because they like walk through the warehouse and it's like we got all of your medical stuff we got like brains we got split dogs we got cadavers anyway it'd be a, a shame if any of these came to life oh no <laughs> like and then you've got the split dog on the ground like immediately <laughs> have you ever had a job where you have somebody who's uh like they're training you or showing you around and are like i mean I, like Towards the end, I I really do I I feel for Frank when uh, oh yeah when he has when he puts himself in the furnace, but like at the beginning I'm like oh like I just reminds me of every manager or supervisor I've had who's just like we do things a little differently around here. <laughs> this is uh this is where you'll find this. Oh no, be careful! Start making jokes, and I'm sitting here like just tell me what to just what do I do? Just tell me what to do. Uh, the the job I have now, uh, my boss actually literally is is leaving the company like as we're recording this and it's making me very sad because he was dope. Uh, but when I came in for my final interview, mm -hmm. they gave me a tour of the office and they were like, we do things a little differently around here. We dress super casual, even though it's an office, which is true. Everyone was in like, you know, uh, like yoga pants and whatever. And they're like, here's the beer fridge. 
We just ask that you don't drink before 4 p.m. Uh, and then here's the yoga room. <laughs> and I was like, what is this place? Yeah. <laughs> We've had kombucha on tap ever since. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kombucha on tap. All right. And then one day we had kombucha on tap and beer on tap. And then one day they accidentally switched the lines. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Some, some hippie people got a little tipsy. Yeah. <laughs> we had some real big picture <laughs> ideas before 11 a.m. that day. <laughs> oh man uh i i what's also really funny is like the group's motivation at the beginning of the entire movie is very funny too because it's clear that they all just they just want to party they just want to party they just want to hang out uh and then, they want to use their hot topic clothes in a graveyard <laughs> it's not a costume page it's a lifestyle it's a lifestyle <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and what i mean I get it. You got to have the creepy factor for for graveyards and everything, but of course, you in every. I've like I've 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 stayed at a hotel right next to a graveyard, I and I've seen plenty of graveyards. Not, not yes, them out, but like you know, in passing. Sure. <laughs> now, once I've ever come across one that looks abandoned. Like this does look movie, abandoned. Yeah. Every movie, it's just like oh the the. The gate, the entrance gate is just covered in vines. It's uh, dilapidated. It's all graffiti everywhere. Uh, the... No one's been here since they filmed Thriller. Yeah. <laughs> I have ne- like, in er- and I get, again, I get it. Aesthetic wise, you want a creepy sure. graveyard. Of course. I've never, who's. <laughs> who's who's letting one burying... go into that disrepair? Yeah. And who's still like, oh, let's, let's bury Uncle Phil over at, uh, <laughs> at the, the discount graveyard. <laughs> over at Big Al's definitely abandoned graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> the one in True Blood is kind of like that too, but it's also like swamp adjacent. But they have so many funerals in that graveyard, and then it also looks completely dilapidated. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, movie um, magic. The and like you were saying, also a lot of the effects and everything. Uh, like I mean, it's very, it's very much an eighties, eighties sure. film. It's in campy terms of, for yeah, sure. Style, the campness. Uh, even the effects and the gore, it's all very campy 80s horror. Um, but I will say, like, one, the first, the zombie that comes out of the the, yes. the tube, probably one of the, uh, like, the best, not only the one of the best reveals. Yes. Uh, but also, like, just the makeup, the the It's the Doug Jones design. before Doug Jones, basically. It's amazing. It's, it's crazy good. And then you, then you get to all the other ones, and it's kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> they, they painted some faces <laughs> yeah my my favorite thing is the zombies in this one can talk right and so they mm. like call for backup on the radio of like oh send God, yeah. more cops <laughs> so they can eat more cops the comedy of five cop cars showing up all of them gain out the same time and then immediately just, just zombies just rush eaten. them yes i could watch that happen for an hour <laughs> like just people yes. showing up being like what's going on here zombies oh no <laughs> it was like it's oh, great we need back. <laughs> and then more people send more paramedics yeah <laughs> oh we're the army <laughs> oh, no. like just the like it happens like three times. Uh, like the it's first, funny the, every time. It's you wouldn't hilarious. think so, but it is hilarious every time. Like people just, I, the, yeah. Like when people get caught off guard by like something charging at them, it, it is a funny visual. And when it's, <laughs> it's literally like, oh, what's going on here? Braz. <laughs> uh, but I'm glad you brought up that the zombies talk in this one because I was, yeah. I was, uh, 
uh, one of the things I was uh, I I as well. I love a good zombie movie. Um, my opinion though on intelligent zombies is I am not in favor of them. You're not uh, a fan. This is not, one of the few it, where I am because I don't like it when Bub learns to speak in uh, the Dawn of the Dead franchise. Essentially, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, these ones, like, I mean, you get the, I think this is the, one of the first times you ever hear the motivation that zombies want brains. Yes, yeah. You know, I think, I, I don't think before that there was ever really established, like, oh, zombies eat brains. It was just more yeah. zombies eat you, or zombies bite you, or blah, blah, blah. They it infect brains. you. Yeah, then yeah. it became brains. Then I think later down the line, it became that they're just, they're just going to eat you no matter what, or right. until they're, they find something different <laughs> later. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, th- like I'm not like when they have a whole conversation with like pretty much a skeleton, like practically yeah, with, a skeleton. with a half torso on a table. And she's like, I'm in pain. And you're Making like, this took an A24 turn. Making a full sentences without articulating the mouth whatsoever. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> all it is is like what should be coming out is <laughs> what's coming out is we want your brains to eat. How are you doing that without lips? That's amazing. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Well, and I do, I do love that though, because like, it doesn't look like weird and kitschy and campy now. Yes, at the time, did that probably look crazy? Like where they were like, "What are animatronic?" Oh my god, I think so. Like, because this is this is the early eighties, so like, yeah, not much had been you know like that out out in movies i would say yeah it's it's definitely you know like 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 we've been saying it's an 80, 80s campy uh you, you're not expecting we're not expecting you know um dawn of the dead or uh uh the walking dead level type of zombie 28 days later or 28 yeah. or 20 weeks uh still yeah, in yeah, on 28 yeah. months Come on, guys, make it. Uh, come on, Killian Murphy, you got awards. <laughs> what now. do you have anything better to do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are you doing? Just being on a successful Peaky Blinders show <laughs> and being in like probably an Oscar nominated film, like yeah. whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would, but in all seriousness, I would love to see it 28 mo- months later. I love that franchise. Um, <laughs> I and like I was saying earlier, I have I'm like reading off my my list of notes that I have here. Everything's like all chaotic right now. But uh, like the movie, the movie like, is very like the chaotic. Movie. The movie is very chaotic. There's a lot of like obvious ADR uh oh, lines yeah. that come up it's which so much. As someone who is from the voice of a world, someone who has done ADR work, it is so funny to see cuz it's a, such a there's somebody um I think Ernie uh at one point delivers a line to two people in an, an angry tone just like you gotta just go and go do it or something like that and then turn yeah. and then turns around and it's clearly an adr thing then turns around to the girl and is just like everything's gonna be all right it's be <laughs> and it's like well that that line he said on camera <laughs> that other line did not match that was that was <laughs> one of the two one of yeah. them is is the one yeah yeah, yeah a lot a lot a lot of ADR, uh, a lot of a lot of just odd line lines in general. Yes, the, uh, I'll say the the editing itself is kind of chaotic at times. Yeah, uh, there's a part, <laughs> there's a part they're gonna run to the the cop car to try to drive away, and 
One guy says, I'll drive. No, I'll drive. Fuck you. <laughs> and then no follow-up. And then it's just like, all right, this is the plan. <laughs> just, just like me just, after a night at the bar. I'll drive. I'll drive. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta love it. What is uh what would you say is I mean, um in an ideal situation, what would be your preferential zombie type? Uh, are you are you for maybe zombies that have some intelligence some that are that they're just mindless runners walkers joggers uh, skippers skippers bursters uh, for you <laughs> uh, now here's my question do you mean to watch or to survive you know what? let's do both well uh, okay. let's start with watch like if you if you're watching a movie what 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 type of zombies are freaking you out more uh, Korean ones. That 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 is the best. Korea is making not, not the, the movie best... Koreans. Just Korean zombies Korean are gonna zombies. scare the Korean scare page. Uh, Korea is making the best zombie movies mm -hmm. in the game right now. Like, and they're so inventive with them. Like, Train to Busan is so amazing. We already have, also, that one. We have that one scheduled. <laughs> good. Uh, I don't know if you have I'm Alive scheduled, but also Ooh. fucking great, where a guy gets trapped in his apartment. And he's like and, a streamer, right? Yes, and he like sees a girl across the way who's trapped in her apartment, and they like work together to try and get to the roof of one of the apartment complexes. So good. Mm -hmm. They're doing it so well. So I think for, like, as far as watching a movie, if I want it to be truly scary, I think fast zombies are scarier. Yeah. Um, because you, I can't un outrun them. I think this is a personal fear where I'm like, <laughs> the list of people I can outrun, very short. You're, you're uh, hunkering down wherever yes. you're at. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if I'm trying to survive this, I my best chance is slow zombies where I have time to plan mm -hmm. and and fortify, essentially. Yeah. Um, fast is is scary uh then you've got like like uh last of us zombies that are like almost not even really human but they're kind of everywhere but they're maybe not so fast but they're still dangerous those are also scary to watch um i i feel like zombie movies come in like three different categories one goofy like this obviously this is definitely a comedy Shaun of the dead falls in this yeah. and even some of the old like I find Dawn of the Dead pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, it, it's you know, when they're in a mall. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's definitely like that heavy commentary uh, aspect in, in the original Dawn of the Dead. I'd right. even say, yeah, I'd even say in Zack Snyder's remake too. Sure, but I mean, sure, sure. It's more so on the horror side than than the original. Yeah, although they do have a zombie baby, and that's hilarious. Both when they did it in that one, but also when they did it in Dead Alive. Uh, <laughs> then in the middle, you've got the like sad zombie movies where mm. it's like maybe not as scary but it's more about the loneliness and desperation of being at the end of the world and the question of even if zombies are out there man is the mo most dangerous animal essentially yeah. uh, that's your last of us that's your walking dead and then finally you've got basically your train to busan your 28 days later where it's like you better fucking run fucker yeah. <laughs> like they will Ooh. catch you <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I I will say also like the transformations in um for for faster zombies always seems to be more on the uh on the grotesque side. Yes. Uh where you see like the limbs moving erratically, you hear the snapping, you hear the yeah. creaking, the all that. Um 
Yeah, and when it comes to like slower zombies, like I mean, you do have that time. I mean, it takes forever for uh, Frank and Freddy to to turn. You know, they right. don't they don't turn until maybe like the the last third. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said, when when Frank uh, when Frank puts I, the saddest part of the whole thing is when Frank puts himself in the furnace. What's unfortunate is it goes by so quick. Uh, yeah, you don't really have enough time to really like settle into like how upsetting it is. Yeah, well, and you're also dealing with Tommy Jarvis turning and then going after his girlfriend, mm -hmm. which he is Tommy Jarvis, I think only in Friday the 13th 6, but yeah. Yeah. And he did that like one year apart from this. But really? yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's yeah, it's that falls in that middle category of like the desperation and desolation of living in a zombie infested world. And this movie glosses right over it because they know how it's going to end. They're just like, oh, yeah, that furnace is going to seem tame compared to when we nuke it from orbit. This... <laughs> the government's plan for every zombie attack is just nuke the city. Just nuke it from just orbit. It's the only We're way fine. to be sure. And, and no film has that ever worked in, in any scenario. No, no, no matter how many nukes you have, no matter how many cities you nuke, Somehow it does not solve the problem. Uh, yeah. Speaking of nuked cities and zombie adjacent movies, how do you feel about the crazies? I love the crazies. I don't categorize it as a zombie movie, but mm. I would. I but I would say it's in that realm. And I I would also say even twenty eight day the twenty eight days franchise. Um, uh, or yeah, the twenty eight days franchise. I would say is all. I wouldn't categorize either as a zombie movie. Just because it doesn't fall into that realm of that they're dead, it's right. They're, they're just infected. infected. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that was I think with Twenty Eight Days, like that's where they we started making that shift from from uh, just calling them what they are, which is zombies. And no, no, we're gonna call them call them the infected. We're gonna call them clickers. We're gonna call them the right. walk walkers. We're gonna call them snappers. We're gonna call them that. Uh, uh, fucking the uh, jazz singers i don't know uh yeah koreans no, <laughs> that's terrible uh but, of koreans coming that that is true in train of busan it's just that everyone is also korean uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the thing i like about that to a degree is that when they're not dead there's a question of a can you cure, cure them mm. and b i think there's a little more time sometimes for people to figure out ways to outsmart them or survive them um and that i think is kind of interesting even though it almost never pans out like you almost never actually get a cure or anything like that no yeah. i don't think has there ever i know other than world, world war z maybe but i i mean that movie uh but i don't think there's ever really been a zombie movie where they actually get a cure uh there is the girl with all the gifts where they have they don't like really a topical a... cure, but it it's not permanent, right? Yeah, it just allows even... you to live among them. Well, yeah. I'm saying I'm saying more so like by the end of the movie, like they're like yeah. even if there's a discussion or the the plot is that they're trying to make a cure, it's it never happens. I, it always seems like the cure is like you can go into a zombie movie and if someone brings up the idea of a cure, you can confidently be like, they're they're they ain't gonna make it. They ain't gonna make <laughs> it. They ain't gonna make that uh, cure. I will say there is, I don't know if you've ever seen some of the alternate ending of 28 Days Later that uh, was storyboarded but doesn't end up in the film. 
that has the potential for maybe a cure Mm. that then would bear out in sequels, but they ultimately went a different direction. But yeah, I I think it's funny that we always discuss one and then there never is one. Yeah, there never... It does like a lot of zombie movies do follow that formula of it's never I it's rare that you ever get a zombie movie that's like let's focus in on one singular person right it, ha- it basically has to be an ensemble piece yeah. you need to be invested in in most of this group and you need just so you know that there's going to be fodder for the horde and everything um right. and this one definitely kind of lumps into that category you got the big old 80s group you got the doctors you got freddy um i'll try to get through this and then just the chain reactions of everything happening where it's the gas is released from the barrel then the corpse in the freezer comes alive they chop up that corpse and they gotta burn it that burning goes smoke in the air now it's raining now more zombies then they nuke the city then that goes up in the air that rain right oh we got sequels coming our way <laughs> it's uh, a self-perpetuating problem <laughs> yeah it's a good it feels it, it definitely i mean it wraps the way the movie wraps up i mean it definitely wraps up being like oh we're gonna have sequels we're, we're, yeah we're, we're milking this definitely uh, sequels. Yeah. i mean, just just with the phone call all the phone calls by the way are hilarious too so funny Fra- frank his first call <laughs> bert we got a bit of a problem. Could you come on down? Thanks, Bert. He like Click. Hey, Bert. <laughs> I love a I love a good like quick transition from one extreme to like a very casual calm. <laughs> I I love it too when they call the government. Anytime they call the government, it's like mayhem, chaos, yeah. and then they're just like, "Hello, General," and he's just like having tea with his wife. He's like. Really? In the middle of dinner? All right. Yeah. <laughs> and poor Ethel. Uh, poor Ethel. She just wants to. She worked just, all day on that roast. Yeah. <laughs> and then here comes here comes military husband. Just, I don't got time for that. Okay, I don't got time cool. for that. I got to nuke a bunch of civilians. <laughs> I mean, overall, Paige, like, what would you? I mean, um, I mean, you picked this movie. I'm I'm sure you'd recommend it to anybody. But oh, absolutely. On, on in terms of the. Uh, uh, horror scale of things how would you how would you rate this in terms of how how scary it is to how enjoyable it is i would say it's extremely enjoyable but it's not very scary mm-hmm. i'd also concur with that i yeah we had to put numbers to it definitely a five out of five in terms of enjoyment uh a three out of five in terms of anything scary I, the scariest part is when the first ambulance crew gets attacked and they yes. turn on that headlights and they're just in front that part i was like oh shit <laughs> this got scary for a second yeah <laughs> oh, oh my goodness 80s fear, <laughs> 80s fear. But yeah i think I'm... i'd probably give this a one out of five for scares but love it yeah uh you know what that's fair I, i'll drop it down to a two i don't want to say one one mm. one is for i, I want to save my ones for for some other one <laughs> for ghostbusters got it for ghostbusters. <laughs> one out of five for sure <laughs> But definitely a two out of five. I, I would agree with that. Uh, well, Paige, I mean, I thank you so much for recommending this movie. It was also my first time ever like fully watching it. I'd always seen clips. I'd always known a lot about it. Did not know the full extent how much. Uh, you didn't know about the split get. dogs. <laughs> didn't know about the split dogs. Didn't know about the split dogs. Didn't know about the 80s. Didn't know that those weren't costumes. There were lifestyles. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you I'm do. S- 
I'm so happy we dug into the bin and we got this movie out. Um, is there anything you want to plug? Anything you want to let people know uh, where you're at or what you're doing? Hey, I mean, just first of all, thanks for having me. Had a blast. Uh, you can listen to me on, on Horror Version and Romancing the Pod and Cult Podcast. Uh, and then if you want to see me live, I post all of my show information on Instagram is where I put most of it. And that's at Rampage Wesley on Instagram. Hell yeah. And you can find me at Julian F. Comedy. You'll also be able to find our show on Instagram as well. Uh, but again, Paige, thank you so much uh, for bringing this movie. Thank you so much for joining. And thank you guys for listening. And we'll be back to dip into the bin uh, very soon. Bye, guys. Bye.